This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello everyone and thanks for joining us for another instalment of the SEO Mindset Podcast. Your hosts are myself, Life Coach Tasman Suleiman and SEO Manager Sarah McDowell. Hello Tasman. Hi. Hi, hi. This is our <laughs> kind of losing track. Um, but uh, yeah, is this the, or I suppose it depends when this episode goes out, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But we have made it to another one. It's so much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Um, I'd just like to apologize because I realized on the trailer and the first two episodes, I got your last name wrong, didn't I? So apologies. You you didn't get it wrong. It was a slight uh, mispronunciation. But to be fair, I've been called Tamsin so many times instead of my real name, Tasmin. So a little mispronunciation. <laughs> it's fine. Go for it. But from now on, Thank I'll you. make sure that I say Suleiman. And yeah, that is correct, isn't it? Yeah, it's Tasmin Suleiman. <laughs> I was just going to say that would have been very awkward if I was like, from now on, I'll say, you were like, no, Sarah, that, no, Sarah. that is wrong. <laughs> Sarah. Right. Um, so just as a reminder, this is your weekly podcast that will give you actionable tips, guidance and advice to help you not only build your inner confidence, but we're also going to help you thrive. And this week's topic is all about time management. We thought when we were planning what subjects to sort of cover in our first series, we thought that this was an important one because I think time management is a tricky one to master, isn't it? It's a biggie. It's a biggie. You know, whenever you talk to anyone about their struggles, time management is usually in the top five. Yes, definitely. I mean, personally, I would say that I am getting better with Mm. time management, but I definitely still struggle myself um, just just because when it comes to SEO, there's just so much that you can do. um, And depending on the team that you work in or the company that you work in, do you know what? Like, It is hard to prioritize and get Mm. time management correct, isn't it? It's because it's a it's a vast subject, and there is an abundance of information. You you know you want to brush up on your skills, and it's a it's a never ending task. It's a, when I first got into SEO, I said, "Oh, it's a bit like dusting. <laughs> you, you dust the whole house, and then it's time to dust the first parts again." So yeah, yeah, it's a tricky one. 
I like that analogy. I love an analogy. I think it's a good way of like remembering stuff, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, it's um, never done. The work of SEO is never ever done. It's definitely never done. It's never done. And tackling time management, it's never. You're never going to be. I don't know. Like I think it's just something that you can always work on, isn't mm-hmm. it? And always improve. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But obviously today, that's what we're going to be talking about. So yeah. Um, yeah. how I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. is we'll spend um, some time talking about how to deal with time management when it comes to when you're in employment. Sure. Uh, so you work for a company and a brand. Um, and then we can move on to how to deal with time management when you are self-employed because the two are very different, isn't it? And the two have the different challenges and um, ways of dealing with it. Okay, okay. So, I'll, seeing as I am in employment and you're in self-employment, mm-hmm. I'll take the lead with this part. First things first, prioritization. That's a hard word to say, isn't it? <laughs> I generally feel that time management gets better if you can try and nail or try and get better at prioritization um, because without prioritization you don't know which are the most important fires that you need to put out or the most important projects that you need to work on um so I think prioritization is your first sort of first step would you would you agree yeah and I think um it's also really good to help with not feeling overwhelmed because if you've got just this massive to-do list it can feel overwhelming, but if you've sectioned it or ordered it in some structure, then it helps with um, focus on focusing on the right things first. Yes, I mean I bloody love a list. I don't know about you, but <laughs> too many lists. <laughs> I have lists in my own personal life, and I just find that um, I, I worry that if I don't get something down on a list, yeah. that I'll forget about it or I won't do yeah. it. Yeah. What you don't want to end up doing is ending up with this massive list mm-hmm. um, that's just a bit daunting. Yeah. So the best way is to sort of categorize it, isn't it? And be like, yeah. okay, yeah. these are the, this is what we need to deal on, deal with right now. Um, and I don't know about you, but I do find it therapeutic when you get to cross off tasks of a list. I don't know if there's any like. Oh, there's definitely, definitely a, a I don't know which hormone it is, but yeah, a, a hit. So sometimes if I've done a task and not written it on my list, I'll put it on my list and tick it off just because I want to feel Oh, how sad is that? Not sad, not sad at all. So with prioritization, I'm a fan of the ABC one, two, three rule. Don't know if you, you're a fan of this one. I, I don't think I know this one, Sarah. Ah, okay. So it's a way of sort of looking at all your tasks and um, doing exactly what I said earlier. So you label them A, B, C, one, two, three. So A tasks are things that you must do. So they're they're really, really important or um, they're going to have big impacts if they're not done. So they're mm-hmm. your A tasks. Uh, your B tasks are things that you should do 
um, not as important as A tasks, um, and they only have sort of milder consequences for not being done. So um, nothing's going to break, nothing's going to stop, no one's mm-hmm. going to get, do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're not as, the consequences aren't as big as A tasks. Um, and the C tasks are the nice-to-haves. So these are like, there's not there's not really consequences for, for them not being done. Um, and then so you've got your ABC tasks and then you do you go further with the one, two, three. So once you've got your A's, your B's, your C's, you then sort of put them in order of one, two, three of priority, sort of with the same principle. And then at the end, you can kind of see, OK, um, these are all my A1s. A2s, A3s, these are all my B1s, B2s, B3s, and then these are all my C1s, C2s, and C3s. That's how I would prioritize. Delegation, then. That's another one on my list. Um, This one's a tricky one, isn't it? It's a different skill set, isn't it? And it's so important. It really is important. It is hard to give Mm. control, isn't it? You can't do everything um, and you need to, You especially if you've got a team or if you don't mm-hmm. have a team, then you may, may be able to look at like external resources and yeah. stuff, but yeah. um, you're going to get yourself overwhelmed if you try and take everything on. Yeah. And, and you never know, like we all have our strengths and weaknesses as well, don't we? So maybe yeah. with delegation, you can delegate the stuff that um, either you're not so strong at or things that free you up. So obviously yes. there's admin, isn't there? Or yeah. um, I'm just thinking of the more sort of the things that take up our time mm-hmm. that you can delegate elsewhere so you can focus on other things that are more important. Absolutely. And, you know, last week um, when we were talking about mindset, so this is a really good one to use the power of mindset. If you look at delegation as giving away control, then you're less reluctant to, you're not less likely to do it. But if you think of delegation as I'm going to pass over something that anyone can do for example the admin and free up my time to you know get the website better or grow the business or whatever it is and also if you're managing a team and you're delegating something you're facilitating their growth so reframe it in a way that serves you best the team best the company best um, the project best rather than limiting yourself and fixing yourself with this thought that I'm giving away control. Yes, that's a nice way of thinking about it. Yeah, because we all want to grow at the end of the day, mm. don't we? Um, ourselves and people within the team. Yeah. My next one is sort of on the same lines of delegation, and mm. it's having the confidence of saying no or not yet, maybe. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we run the risk of becoming yes people, don't we? Mm -hmm. So the powers above us or our bosses ask for things. And sometimes, um, or clients, if you're agency side, I get that sometimes you can't say no. But I think think sometimes you need the confidence to say no. Because at the end of the day, you've been hired because of us um because of your skill set yeah so if you've been asked to do something that you don't think is the best use of your time or mm-hmm. the time could be better spent on something else don't be afraid to say that I mean 
say it in a nice way you don't want to end up rubbing people up the wrong way do you and if you've got like evidence or anything that can support why you're saying no then that's going to help but I think also if you say no or challenge then I think it helps you to be respected more as well yes yeah because that your boss or your line manager or your clients who you're reporting to will be able to trust and be like "Ah, well Sarah knows what she's on about she's challenging here's the evidence (laughs) do you know what I mean like I I find it hard to say no and that's in my personal life as well like do you know what I mean like I want to I'm a people pleaser so I will say yes to everything I also have FOMO fear Mm. of missing out and yeah that's something that I know I need to work on um but we need to say no at times don't we because we We need to do that for ourselves absolutely um it sounds like maybe this people pleasing maybe this is an episode in itself yes yeah definitely you know saying no is easier if a you have clarity about what you are trying to achieve and where you're trying to get to because then you know that that thing that you're being asked to doesn't align with getting the project completed or getting that task completed and also you you mentioned other people respecting you more when you say no. It stems from your own self-respect because if you know what you are there to do and you say no, that's respecting your own time. And when you respect your own time, other people will respect your time. You can't expect them to respect it if you don't respect it. Yes, definitely, definitely. I've got Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, going in my head right now. (laughs) I won't won't sing because my singing is terrible. (laughs) Okay, I've got a couple more things, and these Mm -hmm. are more sort of physical, more functional, if that's the right word. Um, But blocking out time in your diary to focus. Wonderful, yeah. So I've got into the habit of doing this. Like if there's a big project or there's lots of little tasks that I know I just need an hour or two hours I need to block it out and just get it done if you physically block that time out in your diary and set your say you work on teams or um, slack or anything like that try and set yourself to do not disturb and then have that time to work on what you've set yourself out to achieve Um, because I think physically blocking it out helps you actually okay this is what I need to do and also people will be able to see that in your calendar and yeah like say for example you've blocked out this time and someone wants a meeting they can see oh I've blocked this time out and you can say oh I'm busy sort of thing so it helps two ways it helps yourself mentally being like Mm. this is the time that I'm spending on this but also people within your team can see that you're working on that absolutely Um, So that one's a fairly easy and straightforward one. Another one is emails can suck up so much time, so much time. Um, So what I've kind of got into the habit of doing is only looking at emails three times a day. Um, So looking at emails first thing in the morning, either just before lunch or after lunch and just before um, finishing for the day. Um, And those are the only three times that I will look at my emails because um, I think that's enough time, if anything urgent crops up, Mm. you can sort of deal with. But 
if there is anything urgent, people can like get in touch with you on Slack or Teams and things like that. I just think emails, you can go down a bit of a wormhole, can't you? Yeah. End up just spending hours just going going through your emails and stuff. Um, I mean, don't get me started if you've gone on holiday for a week. <laughs> you, know, you have to like get through first week, first week back. But that's very disciplined of you, Sarah. If you you know this three three time a day structure, I found that it works um, mm-hmm. as well um, because yeah, because then I find myself that I'm actually getting time then to do to do work. And then my last one, and then we'll mm-hmm. move on to um, when you're self employed is finding at so having a look at what tasks are taking the most time and looking to um automation um Mm. so for example reporting reporting is important in seo because you need benchmarks you need to know what's working this month what's working do you know what i mean and all that jazz but there's reporting does take time and if you can look at ways to like automate it through something like google data studio obviously it takes the time to learn that but once you've got that automation in place there's also things that you can automate through like trello so um trello is like a an organization tool that i use um so there's lots of things that you can look at automating um to give back your time because then yeah then the admin side of things don't take up as much of your of your resource then absolutely absolutely okay right uh your go i'll uh, pass the baton time management when you're self-employed is is a beast (laughs) because and it's it's especially tricky when you really enjoy your work which i do so it's very very easy to get sucked back into i'll just go and do this and i'll just go and do that but i'm getting slowly better at it and one of the things that I'm handling better now is the whole work-life balance because I used to feel that it had to be equal, but in my mind now it doesn't have to be equal every single day. There will be times when work takes more of a priority, times when family takes more priority. So I've got three spheres in my head. There's the me sphere, which is things like exercise, nutrition, um, reading to keep myself always, you know, feel that I'm gaining knowledge all the time. There's the work element and then there's a relationship element. And these three spheres, like I said, don't have to be equal all of the time. But what's really important, especially on the relationship bit, is understanding from my husband, from my daughter, what does quality time mean to them? So if I for example, if my husband was watching football and I sat next to him thinking, oh, I'm giving him time, I don't think he particularly cares <laughs> whether I'm Why would sat you put there. yourself through that as well? <laughs> I don't know. The other day it was right, quite weird. I found myself asking him what the score was, quickly stepped out of that realm. <laughs> but, you know, asking him what's important, asking my daughter what's important so I make sure then I'm there when they need me. Now, that doesn't have to be four hours a day or three hours a day. It may just be one hour. Assessing that and communicating is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've got, it's got me thinking I need to have uh, some conversations with my girlfriend, don't I? Mm. What is quality time to you? Yeah. Well, a good one to use is, I don't know if you know the t- um, Tony Robbins' Six Human Needs. 
I have heard of this, mm. um, yes, once or twice before. I'm not that yeah. clued up on it. it. It's a good one to have a conversation around. So if we absolutely look at those six human needs and assess where you are in that. But for example, one, you know, number one is certainty. So have a conversation with your partner that what do I have to make you, what do I have to do to make you feel an element of certainty? One of them is significance. What, what should I do to help you feel significant? And those conversations are really important because then you know, you, you know, absolutely clear what this person needs from me. So when you get sucked into the self-employed route and, you know, passionate about your work, passionate about helping people, it's very easy to lose track of that. But if you know exactly what is needed, then you know what to do. Another one, so the the me part of it is um, what's really important to me is my morning routine. And I know it's different for everyone, but for me, waking up early and having that quiet time is really important. And I, at the minute, I'm, I'm following the savers model. So not sure if you've heard of a book called The Morning Routine, but I think it's somebody called Hal Enrod. Can't remember his surname, but he's, he says spend, um, so savers stands for, um, silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing. So I'll wake up and actually my meditation practice, I will spend a few minutes in silence and just listening to what my mind is telling me and trying to still it. I'll do my affirmations, which is reconfirming to me, the person I want to be. And that includes things like, you know, I'm a calm person. I'm somebody who loves my family. I am there to support their needs. So it's not just about saying I am brilliant. I'm amazing. It's, it's affirming the beliefs that I hold dear. And then visualization. So I'll visualize what I want my life to look like, but I'll also visualize the day because the night before I will have planned what my day looks like. Now today I had to do something creative. So in my, my in my um, visualization, I, I imagined myself being a super creative person, for example. Um, exercise to me, I, I was bad today. I didn't go for my walk. Instead, I went in the kitchen and did some star jumps. But the idea is just to get yourself then out of that Zen mode, but more more energetic. Yes. And yeah. then um, my reading, I did um, a little bit of reading from a book called Creative Visualization by somebody called Shakti Gawan, I'm going to say is how she pronounces her surname. And then I wrote a little bit about visualization, but inside all of that, I inco- also incorporate um, my prayer and my Quran. So that, to me, if I get all of that done before everyone has woken up, I'm satisfying the me element of it. Yes, and I think a because back in the day, my morning routine would have been get up. I don't know half an hour before I need to start work. Yeah. <laughs> or like having the most amount of time in bed but what is more important is addressing your needs isn't it and 
uh yeah. yeah and if you have a good morning routine absolutely then that can and you can even have elements of your morning routine that is for you but also with like career development as well couldn't you yes. because maybe you could put time aside to read a book yes. on or learn something new 100 percent. figure out the you know try try out different things and figure out the one that works for you that's the most important um, and then I will just skim through a few more. So, yeah, I also use Trello, but unfortunately, I'm still a bit of a scribbler. I will prioritize depending on the outcome. So if I want to um, spend some time creating value for my clients, if I want to spend some time um, raising the profile of a particular course, and then I'll look at what's the most important and then the tasks then stem from that. So it's more of a desired outcome approach to prioritization. I'll try and prioritize my tasks in half an hour or one hour chunks, but I stop 55 minutes into the task and I'll spend a quick second thinking, okay, how productive was I? How focused was I? I'll stretch, I'll grab a drink and then before I sit down before the next one, I'll almost give myself a little pep talk. So again, going on with the creative thing I had to do today, it has been a struggle. So I just remind myself, you know, it's fine, you are creative, you are getting there. And then I sit down and do the next chunk of work. Something that sprung out to me there is focus, isn't it? Because I think I think that is one thing that's hard nowadays mm. with like alerts notifications sounds going off all the time isn't it it's hard to hard to focus but I I do find that yeah if you have like half an hour well 25 minutes or 55 minutes um of like really good focus work you can get so much done can't you yeah absolutely and I'm gonna quickly um make a recommendation there is a, a TED talk or something by a monk called Nanda Pani And what he says is that we find it difficult to focus because we've got really good at being distracted. Yes, agreed. So practice focus. Pick one thing. It may be when you're talking to your partner and give yourself the intention for the next month when I talk to my partner, they will get my 100% attention. And when you find that your attention is moving away from him or her or they, bring it back, bring it back. Just keep on bringing it back and slowly you will get better at concentrating and focusing. I'm very sorry to say this um, because I could carry on talking about, I think, I think that's going to be the tricky thing with these subjects, isn't it? We could end up talking for hours and wanting to go into more and more and more detail. Yeah. I'm afraid to say we've run out of time for this week. Yeah. I think we, I think we crammed a lot in. I think so. I think so. Um, I think we crammed a lot in, but still not too much to overwhelm people. Absolutely. (laughs) That balance, that balance. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening to another installment of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and enjoy listening to our podcast, don't forget to subscribe to subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts and then um, you'll always be notified when new episodes are available if you're feeling extra generous please feel free to leave us a review maybe even a five-star review 
Um, and if you want more, you can check out other podcast episodes and you can also get in touch with us. So if you want to get a shout out or you want to ask us a question or you want to suggest a topic to for us to discuss, then you can do that. Um, you can reach out to me. I'm uh, most active on Twitter. So my handle is Sarah MCD UK Tasman. So um, tasmansullivan.com is where they can reach out to me. Wonderful. Um, and we've got an email address. I forget about this. We have, we have. Uh, do you want to say what our email address is? It is the, the SEO Mindset Podcast at gmail.com. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, so I suppose that anything for us both to say is goodbye and stay safe and catch you all next time absolutely it's been a pleasure thank you sarah and thank you to you tasman bye